Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. We are watching the latest developments as an historic hurricane, Hurricane Ian, barrels toward Florida as extremely dangerous. It's a Category 4 and very close to a Cat 5 storm. And so millions there evacuating or taking cover if it was too late to evacuate. We're covering that. President Joe Biden spoke just moments ago, and we'll update that for you momentarily We also have, for example, we're updating a man stabbed to death in an AC casino hotel room. We'll look into that. And Pennsylvania spending $45 million to establish three new state parks, including one in the Philadelphia suburbs. We'll tell you about all of that. Our lead story, our top story today, a tragic one as area high schools in Philadelphia hold um, sessions with grief counselors for students as many of them learning about or grieving uh, the death and the shootings of five students, five Philadelphia students shot in uh, right in the shadow of Roxborough High School after an afternoon football scrimmage turned bloody as these kids are walking off the field. They are targeted in a drive-by shooting. One 14-year-old, a ninth grader, shot dead. He was pronounced at Einstein later within an hour. And then we have four others injured. One suffering less serious injuries was treated and released. But we know that uh, several others remain in the hospital. Their conditions stabilized. So we're watching very carefully what's happening locally. And yes, city officials speaking out there on the defense as we go into these state level hearings, looking into What's going on in Philadelphia? And I want to ask you, seriously, do you think there's anything that Mayor Jim Kenney or D.A. Larry Krasner could do differently? Because they say, no, it's there's nothing they could do differently. They're doing everything they can. They're blaming MAGA. They're blaming guns. But they're saying there's nothing they could do to stop the violence. That's my summary. But do you think there's anything they could do? 855-839-1210. Because as a longtime city of Philadelphia resident, I can think of a whole bunch of things that they could do as we enter crisis levels of crime. And not just violent crimes, by the way. Carjackings, burglaries, robberies by the thousands. This is a plague that is descending upon the city of Philadelphia. And these two, these two 
insert your own adjective. These two leaders, Krasner and Kenny, say there's nothing they can really do. (laughs) It's disgusting. And the fact that they blame politics or MAGA or anybody. If you're in charge, it's time to stop blaming. It's time to roll up your sleeves and say, all hands on deck, 24-7, we're working, we're working minute by minute in a breaking crisis situation. And whether you have to imagine what they're doing in Florida with a, with a category, nearly category five storm, what do they do? All hands on deck, declare a crisis, call in federal agents. They do none of it. They just point a finger and blame. They blame others. I mean, it's like a, they're just cynics. That's all it is. They're cynics. They think nothing could change. And I mean, anyone that doesn't have hope and you're in a position of leadership, you should just get out. Well, and we heard, Anthony, that you're right. And, but it's, it's worse than being a cynic. It's irresponsible. It's, to me, it's dereliction of duty, which is why you have Democrats joining in now. In the state, in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, saying they they want to look at the DA at Krasner, so it's it's now beyond political because it's unacceptable if you're in a job and it's your job to prosecute, it's your job to uphold the law, and you have lawlessness. It's like the wild wild west. And so, how many times, as a parent or a grandparent, do you say? Okay, I can take a lot, but when it happens to my kids, dot, 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 and see, that's what's happening here. And that's what, within the community, parents are saying, I don't care what your political leanings are. This is not going to happen. We, we have to put our foot down. So uh, as we move forward and we talk about the crime in the city of Philadelphia, and, and by the way, you know, our Philadelphia Eagles, with, because we had football players attacked and, and shot at, we do have members of the Philadelphia Eagles on social media after hearing the news yesterday of the high school football players being shot in Philadelphia and one of them fatally. For example, A.J. Brown, I follow him on Twitter, um, Eagles wide receiver, of course. He said, this breaks my heart and my my heart goes out to the kids involved and to the one who lost his life. We have to do better. We have to protect our children, man. That's a quote from A.J. Brown. Offensive tackle Lane Johnson saying, it must stop, exclamation point, praying for these kids, praying for their families and their teammates. Sports are supposed to be a safe haven. And that's so well put. And thank you, Lane Johnson, for saying that, for praying. Because, of course, we don't, as I, as I said at the top of the hour, we don't hear about that. The fact that churches and faith leaders in our communities are coming together and praying. I know I'm involved in multiple prayer chains and we're, we're praying for these, these children, their families, and as well as those who protect and serve. It's a dangerous job for our Philadelphia police officers, state troopers, as we tell you day in and day out. But these five players, it's not just about the five. In my humble opinion, the violence is targeting all of us. It's all of our problem, not just one community or another a community. And so also it has been pointed out there is this uh, 24-hour violence prevention hotline that you can dial 211 and then there's the crisis mental health crisis hotline 
988 that you can dial 988 and get a professional counselor confidential to talk to you if if you're suffering any mental mental health issues so those are some important um, resources that we can talk about the phones are lighting up so i'm going to take some i don't usually take calls this or this early but i want to hear from you 855-839-1210 so uh let's start with um let's start with victor in east falls hey victor Good morning, Don. Good How are morning. You? you know it's me again. Yes, I know you. <laughs> uh, I called a couple of times and I got disconnected. But I'm sorry for that. Jump. We're having some. We have had some technical issues, Victor. But I know that you're okay. in the community and um, you know for a long time. And and you're not. Uh, let me just clarify. You're not. I, you're not a MAGA Republican. That's not how you identify. It's not about. MAGA or or politics here. That's not why you're calling. No, I'm not a Democrat. I'm I'm a God person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yes. I don't vote for. I let God take care of me. I'm not a Democrat, Republican, or nothing. It's not necessary. Like God take me. He's been taking care of me for sixty five years. So um, keep on handling me where it is. But let me jump to the point right quick. Um, hot air again. We've been going through people these situations everybody want to call up voice their opinions mm-hmm. and and um when stuff like this when it happened i mean you, we can go back two three four five six seven eight nine ten years incidences like this have happened all across the country everybody want to get on the phone voice their opinions eagle fans eagle players they say why don't you do something before it you know and try to ev- uh, get out there and really do something before stuff like this happens. Why wait until this happens? Because this is going to die off, and then something else is going to happen. If you really care, get out in the streets. Make these make make the crabs uh, and all. I mean, they they should be at his office, banging on his door to demand that he does something. But they're not doing it. so. I. I literally blame the people. The people just, they just sit around, wait for stuff to happen, and it just keeps happening. Everybody will get on the phone, voice their opinions, then, you know, and it just keeps like a merry-go-round, and nothing gets done. Somebody answer me, find that question for me, please. Just answer that for me. Why are we wait? And we know what the city is going through. We know what the country is going through. Mm-hmm. Not just the city, but the country. Okay, yes. but I get back again. I, I hear you. You say with the, pr- the prayers, and, but you know, you know, even 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 the um, so-called uh, Christian faith-based faith-based um, uh, uh, community, mm-hmm. they're they're not even really stepping up and doing the right thing. They're not really stepping. I mean, oh, oh, if, if so-called, so if they, they, they should be, like I said, they should be knocking the mayor's door down and banging on the craftsmen's. But you know why they don't? Because they receive proceeds from the government and they don't want to speak out from getting that money. There's a lot of reasons why people don't do the things they do. But we continue to just sit around and and another incident is going to happen. I, listen, I just passed Roxborough. An mm-hmm. hour and a half before that incident had. Yeah. I drive past that me on Ridge too. Avenue. Let me tell you, Roxborough, and I was, and my brother lives in North Carolina. I was going to call him, pull him and call him. 
I'm amazed how out of control Roxboro mm-hmm. High School is. The Wawa down the street, do you know they have to lock doors? They have police patrols in there. They yes. have police sitting outside. It is Mm-hmm. I, I mean, but but you but you sit around. You got this new school district guy who's coming in. <laughs> you know he's he's making his voices opinion. Everybody want to sound important now. Everybody want voice, but do something before it stops happening. It's Get frustrating. In the streets and thousands and thousands in the streets and protest against Krasner and the mayor. Victor, thank you. Thank you so much for calling. I appreciate you. Let's get right to um, Kathy. You're in Bucks County. Hey, Kathy. How you doing today? Good. Good. Well, first of all, uh, about what you said, what we could do about Krasny and Kenny. Well, I think the first thing I think is the consensus is to get them the heck out of those jobs because obviously they're not confident, confident enough to do what the job entails and get somebody in there that's going to bring back, you know, the respect and the loyalty to the police officers that have a job that's beyond right now that anybody can even, you know, consume, (laughs) you know, it's just off, it's just off the, off the charts that these guys have allowed the amount of crime and fear that has taken over our beloved city. Yes. Well said, Kathy. Joe is in Hilltown. Joe, you say what? Well, uh, I listen to the first two people, and they, they make a good point. But it's like, like you're talking about football players. You're playing a game. Life's a game. Okay? You and me, we play by one set of rules. The bad guys, they play, play by another set of rules. You can't play this game you using your rules and me using my rules. You have to play the game by the criminal's rules, which is nothing but violence and destruction. Now, I just got back from a hunt in Idaho. I was surrounded by a pack of wolves. I sat in a corner in this blind canyon waiting for them to come out, and I was going to kill every one of them. That's what has to be done. I know it's very harsh. People are going to say, oh, I'm an ignorant idiot or whatever. But to stop extreme violence... You're not going to do that by being nice, by giving a midnight basketball. You're just going to have to, I mean, even to the point where you have public hangings. I, I know I'm sounding like an idiot, but to, you have to, to, to deter this somehow. And you're not going to do it by being nice to people because people take advantage of people. It's just a human nature. The more you let people get away with stuff, the more they are. Well, uh, Joe, I want to get to Bob. Thank you, Joe. I Obviously, I'm not for public hangings, okay? But I am for uh, taking people off the streets and not putting them right back on the street, as is the case in Philadelphia. So that that, at the very minimum, that's the beginning, to let criminals know, even if you're 16 years old, if you've committed a violent crime, and you've shot up somebody or pointed a gun at somebody's face, that's a violent crime. That's threatening someone's life. And so, you know, they need to know that they will be locked up and they're not just being put back onto the streets. And think of, I just take you back to that one carjacking that happened outside uh, Willow Grove Mall. Remember I told you about this? What happened? Abington police were there in a split second arrested that group and you never heard from them again you know why because they're still locked up and they're going to stay locked up 
So they're they're going through the judicial system. And yes, they'll receive, you know, a defense attorney for free and all that. But they will go through the system in a proper manner. But they're not just being released. And the problem here in Philadelphia is that the even teenagers and kids, they're being put right back on the street. and They're being told, well, you're a victim. And so they think, oh, it's a joke. That's that's the difference. All right. Bob is in. Uh, Bob's calling from New Jersey. Hey, Bob. How you doing today, Don? Um, yeah, concerning the issue of uh, crime, which is, you know, not just Philly, but anywhere. Uh, I don't know if people understand this and know this, but the courts have ruled as far as back as the late 1800s, like 1880 sometimes, as recently as 1982, the police are not hired to protect the citizenry. The ruling was that society has no obligation to protect the people, the citizens, against, and this is language from back then, highwaymen and lunatics, okay? People need to arm themselves. Men need to start being men. I mean, you have plenty of women out there that are starting to arm themselves. And, you know, this would, this would absolve so many issues with respect to cases of mistaken identity and that kind of thing. Someone attempts to commit a crime against you, and, and it's already been studied by Dr. Richard Gleck, who is a uh, criminologist out of Florida. John Lott is an economist from uh, the University of Chicago, the Chicago University. More guns, less crime. Okay? Now, so God forbid, say you have to shoot someone who's committing a crime against you. Now there's, and say you wound them, but they wind up taking off that kind of thing. Now there's no longer a case of mistaken identity, irrespective of who's wearing, you know, mm-hmm. the garment, you know, the same clothing, that kind of thing, same, uh, you know, uh, physical makeup, that kind of thing. Now you've got someone with a bullet in them, okay? There's not going to be any mistaking with the cops, you know. Right. This person and arresting this person, that kind of thing. And Bob, I'm up against a break and I want to get to Big Al. But Bob, thank you for your take. I want to get to Big Al. As I as I say that ultimately we the taxpayers, we we pay for city services. We pay in Philadelphia for the law enforcement that we deserve. But our law enforcement deserves our respect and our full support. And to know that if whatever happens on that scene, that we've we as a city, have got their backs. Right now, police have not been supported. Law enforcement has not been supported. And there, there has been a, a, a culture, really, that if you're in law enforcement and you discharge your firearm, yes, it used to always be standard operating procedure, SOP, that, of course, you're going to take you off and they investigate everything. That's good. That's good. But not to the point where law enforcement feels like every time something happens, they're going to be treated like the criminal. They're the perps. And that has that is the culture of what's happening. And it's a it's just a real problem, in, particularly when you think about the fact of what we have at the border, two plus million people streaming over the border. And yes, mostly very good people who want to come here for a better life. But a huge percentage we know bringing drugs and bringing gangs, and it's here. It's here in Philadelphia, and it's emboldening and growing those gang numbers and the drug numbers. We, we can see it happening. Okay, Big Al and Mullicle Hill, um, take me out. Let's, let me just, I'm going to go to one more call. Big Al, you say what? Okay, Dawn, I say, I, I say this. You know, I, we'll just talk about Philadelphia for a second. You know, wake up, Philly, because if you keep on putting these people in office, mm-hmm. you know, keep on electing these same people, you're, this is exactly what you're going to continue to get. 
Okay, so the, all, all the a lot of these wounds throughout our country, especially with our president, they're self-inflicted. The gas prices, uh, the people coming through the border, the fentanyl, which are now looking, making it look like Skittles, so it's more attractive to kids. You know, yes. people got to wake up, man, and, and make changes. We do have to. Thanks. Well said. Well said. And and that really brings me to the next topic that I want to get into. I'll take a quick break here, but I want to bring you in. I want you to hear as. Uh, State Senator Mastriano on the campaign trail, former President Donald Trump stumping for him. You'll hear that. And as well, you'll hear Attorney General Josh Shapiro being interviewed on MSNBC. So Josh Shapiro certainly is uh, somebody who's been in local politics a long time, wants to be your next governor. He's leading in the polls. He's a Democrat well-known in our area. And Mastriano being painted as this extreme, dangerous man who's you know, an army combat veteran um, vetted, but that's the way it's, it's, you know, being portrayed. So we'll cover all of that for you as well as other news of the day. And there's so much happening. And of course we're keeping our eye on the storm as uh, Florida hunkers down facing historic, historic storms and this hurricane Ian, it all continues here on the Dawn show. I just want to close out my thought when I talked about uh, police officers under fire, that one of the cases that the state lawmakers want to look at, uh, one of those cases regards is uh, in relation to the case of fired Philadelphia police officer Ryan Pownall, who's facing a homicide charge. So he was, you may recall, I've, I've reported this to you. This started, oh my goodness, what, back in 2018? So he was denied bail over and over. A judge in the homicide case of Pownall accused um, him of shooting a civilian, um, David Jones, in the back. And then that case had to be put to a different judge because the one judge was married to a city officer. So that was one of those cases of a police officer being put on trial. And the allegation was that he was denied due process and that the that Krasner and his team were manipulating the pre-trial proceedings and obviously i'm you know trying to crunch all this information down for you but that was one of many and so krasner is saying i can't release the all of the records because uh, that's that's not appropriate or not or it's it's illegal for me to release all the records to you because it's an ongoing case and they're saying no no, no we we want to look at this case and we want to see all the files on it so i just wanted to update you on that as well Um, We also want to look at the upcoming election. All important, right? We have Doug Mastriano. He's promising, making a lot of promises, talking about CRT, talking about your child's education, talking about vaccine mandates and police, and as well as prosecution of accused criminals. So this is um, from Real Clear Politics. This is state senator and combat veteran, former combat veteran, obviously, Doug Mastriano. And this is his new campaign ad that's been released. Listen in. Crime under Josh Shapiro has gone up 37 percent. The murder rate, the homicides have gone from 277 back in 2016 to just under 600 last year. He doesn't want to talk about how he looked the other way when, when Philadelphia and other cities burned. You know, the mostly peaceful protests that the media has told us about. Mostly peaceful. They don't want to talk about the fact that racism is being taught in our schools. They are raising our kids to hate each other based off your skin color. 
under Josh Shapiro and his administration, we saw this. He doesn't think you, as a parent, have a right to have any say in your children's education. Democrats want to call any parent who speaks loudly or passionately or emotionally at a school board meeting as a domestic terrorist. They don't want to talk about cancel culture and about taking your First Amendment rights. They don't want to talk about the mandates in COVID and the shutdown. They want us to forget that. Many of you had to sit through that horror of trying to communicate with your loved ones through glass windows. And we held several rallies for these, these dear loved ones uh, on the steps of the Capitol. They don't want to talk about how Tom Wolf, you remember, he came out in Philadelphia on the 3rd of June, 2020. He gave that speech. You can gather in groups of 25 or, or less, but 26 come together. COVID still smite you down. Literally the next day in Harrisburg on the 4th of June, there he is marching in defiance of his own edicts with thousands of people at a BLM rally with a Blue Lives Murder sign behind his head. So that's the While latest ad by or part of it from uh, Doug Mastriano as he promises, makes a lot of campaign promises, releases this new campaign ad. And this after the New York Times published an article titled Mastriano's sputtering campaign, no TV ads, tiny crowds, little money. And in fact, the New York Times did a big piece on Mastriano as well, saying to me, nothing new because we knew that Shapiro, who ran unopposed, has a, a war chest, if you will, of money. And every other commercial is, seems, it feels like, and I have, I'm always surrounded by monitors at, at work, you know, every other commercial is something slamming dangerous, extreme Doug Mastriano. And it's a, a for Shapiro ad. And as well, you know, I get the, um, the flyers and the, big shiny postcards saying the same thing in in the mail as a hard copy from the Shapiro campaign. So this is all happening. And and so it, it really is a, a David and Goliath type campaign and election because Mastriano is just outspent big time. Let's uh, listen in to Pennsylvania Attorney General Josh Shapiro, who is a Democrat, who calls his opponent Mastriano dangerous. Listen in as he's speaking out on MSNBC. He's uh, promised to put a secretary of state in place who would intervene in elections. Um, Obviously, that means different things to different people. To Mastriano's people, that means, ah, the 2020 election, uh, he would have he would have changed the results. And by the way, that would have meant that Joe Biden wouldn't be president. Pennsylvania is actually where democracy could die um, in in November. What would it be like if he became governor and put the secretary of state in place uh, to do the things that he's talking about? Well, this is super dangerous, not just for Pennsylvania voters, but all across the nation. So hear me on this. We're pretty unique here in Pennsylvania in that the governor appoints the secretary of state and basically has complete authority over certifying a winner. Now, in the past, Allie, look, if if you ran against Nicole Wallace, she got one more vote than you did in Pennsylvania. She'd win the election. But not in Doug Mastriano's Pennsylvania. He has made clear that he is going to review the logbooks, the voting rolls, and decertify voting machines if he doesn't like the outcome, if he doesn't like the will of the people. Think about the chaos that that would bring, not just to Pennsylvania, but the rest of the nation. We are, of course, the swingiest of swing states in the nation. We oftentimes are the state that puts a presidential candidate over the top. That dilutes the votes and undermines our democracy in every other state if we don't have a free and fair election here in Pennsylvania. And listen, Ali, this is the birthplace of our democracy. This is the place where it all started. 
And I believe here in Pennsylvania, we have a unique responsibility to defend our democratic institutions and our the very democracy that all of this progress we need to make is fa- is laid upon. So he's all of these. He's not just dangerous. He's super dangerous. We need like the what was the show? Will Robinson danger danger. We need like the robot. So this is what they're calling him and every other you know, whether you're driving and listening, whether you're watching, it's all about the danger. Now, I will tell you that Doug Mastriano, who's on this uh, bus tour of, with his campaign, he did get a boost from former President Donald Trump, who yesterday joined him for a teletown hall last night. And former President Trump insisting that State Senator Mastriano could rein in crime and boost the state's economy while praising Mastriano's efforts to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election. So, uh, you know, it's unfortunate to me that Trump brings up the past election. I'm just going to say it. It's not appropriate. It's not the time. And especially when Trump knows that the mainstream media, that's what they're going to pick up on. That's what they're going to focus on, that Trump even mentioned the 2020 election. So whatever happened in the past, nobody's looking backward at this point. Maybe there's, you know, I think a lot of people feel there's an appropriate time to fully investigate every election and and make sure that there's transparency with regard to that. But right now, Mastriano is behind in the polls. He's as of today, he is going to lose. And so he needs to turn it around if he thinks that he could be the next governor of Pennsylvania. So it doesn't look good for him. Oz, however, on the Senate side, as the battle over the Senate, which is very close, Oz is is gaining steam in the polls. And we've talked about that. But the problem as well for Pennsylvania is that, you know, will will Mastriano bring down Oz? Will Oz bring up Mastriano? That's what we have to ask ourselves. And so, you know, former President Trump speaking out, it was a 15 minute phone telephone you know event where you hear i don't know that they had video they called it a teletown hall and so a lot of people listening in on that but uh, former president trump trying to stump for mastriano (sighs) i don't know do i want to take more i've taken a lot of calls but kathleen um you know what let's take alex in the germantown section of philadelphia i want to take alex really quick so alex hey Morning, Don. Hi. I'll be quick. I just want to say I'm a black man. I voted for Trump twice. I just want to say that the, one of the biggest things about black voters is that they automatically vote Democrat. They, and, you know, we vote, you know, low information, you know, but it's just like they automatically vote Democrat. Republicans have to do a better job of getting out to the community and presenting the facts. We have so many points on our side regarding what's going on in the country, and it's just like not enough uh, efforts going into actually reaching out. So I feel like Republicans just have to do a better job because otherwise they're just going to keep voting. Um, again, a lot of us are going to, not me, but a lot of people are going to keep voting Democrat. And even on our side as citizens, when we, when some people I know even talk to other black voters, mm-hmm. even if you corner them with information, they just shut down and then <laughs> they shut down and then they just keep going about what they were going to do anyway. So I'm just saying more effort has to go away. That's all I just want to say. Alex, and also statewide, that's a great point. Um, 
just real quick and statewide, um, I feel like Cassie Barnett needs to help out with um, getting more black voters. Too. I don't know what she's doing. I know she, but she has to do more. So, yeah, thank you. Alex, thank you. I've just so you know, I've talked to Kathy and she offered. She did offer. And so and she and she maybe I should reach out to Kathy again uh, because Kathy offered and she did. Um, she did appear at I, one of the rallies for Mastriano, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. But Kathy offered both Oz and Mastriano, and she had said no matter what she wants, she believes this is too important of an election. And moving forward, she feels that uh, the Republicans in Pennsylvania will do a better job of fixing a lot of these problems. So Kathleen is in Delaware County. Hey, Hello. Kathleen. Hi, Dawn. I wrote a poem about Rich, if you want to hear it. Oh, Rich Scioli? Yes. You know, I appreciate you because these are such serious times as we're... I know. I just want to let... thank you. Like, make it... uh, Like, just make... Lighten the mood, okay? All right. R-I-C-H. Rockin' Dad to Three Great Kids. If your show were a movie, you would be the whiz. (laughs) Clever and funny radio. Everything that is said. Hilarious guy and the queen is still dead. (laughs) (laughs) Kathleen you're the best you made my day okay I know Rich is I know Rich is in the building and he's listening Kathleen thank you so much so I I hope Rich isolates that and he can play that maybe on Monday morning when he debuts as the only four hours Monday afternoon afternoon. yes Monday afternoon Uh, we all know that summer and fall this is a crazy time of year as we transition to the fall but maybe you're thinking about purchasing a newer certified vehicle my friends from the piazza auto group they've always got you covered they're going to make the process so very easy they've served the automotive needs of our region my goodness nearly 60 years 14 brands honda acura mazda hyundai volkswagen 25 area locations they're going to have a dealership near you just check them out online piazzaautogroup.com P-I-A-Z-Z-A, PiazzaAutoGroup.com. And please let them know Dawn sent you. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Breaking now as Hurricane Ian is on moving on shore. I know I used to many years ago lived in the in Fort Myers in the Fort Myers Naples area. I worked at CBS Wink TV. And so we're watching, you know, all of that and praying for family and friends there. But President Biden speaking out within the last, uh, within the Dawn Show, once we started about 10, 30, 11 ish this morning. So let's listen in from the latest from President Joe Biden. And if you forgive me, I want to add one more warning. That's warning to the oil and gas industry executives. Do not 
let me repeat, do not. Do not use this as an excuse to raise gasoline prices or gouge the American people. So we've heard that kind of rhetoric before. Earlier, uh, President Joe Biden saying that he was sending full support. We know that FEMA is on the ground and they're dealing uh, with all of this. And there was pushback yesterday because Ron DeSantis was basically they were reporters were trying to bait DeSantis into Florida governor into saying something about Joe Biden. And DeSantis didn't take the bait, which I think was the good thing, the right thing to do. And that this is not about politics. It's about the people of Florida surviving this historic storm. And so DeSantis said, we appreciate the federal help we're getting. And we've got everybody all hands on deck. And he he did not say anything negative about Biden. So we know at this point that Biden has called DeSantis and uh, they're you know working through this and will help in the days to come. The people of Florida in what we know is going to be a devastating, deadly storm as it strikes Florida at historic levels. So from there, let me finish off with um, the sound of um, the man who wants to be your next governor of Pennsylvania. And this is someone I know very well, Attorney General Josh Shapiro, who's from Abington, Pennsylvania. So we know him well in this area for sure. But he's speaking out on MSNBC and he's thankful for all of the Republican support. He's thankful, for example, for the FOP, our police union, supporting him. Now, remember, we told you the police union is endorsing Shapiro. That's a huge endorsement. But the FOP splitting along, splitting the party lines because he is also being, in, oh, excuse me, um, Dr. Oz, Dr. Mehmet Oz, who's a Republican Senate candidate, is being supported and endorsed by the FOP. So the FOP splitting things up here. Listen in now to your attorney general wants to be your next governor of Pennsylvania as he's speaking out. Well, first off, I was proud to be the unified choice of the Democratic Party. I faced no opposition in the primary. The party came behind me. And what we have seen in the months since is that folks here in Pennsylvania are ready to take off, you know, the red jersey and the blue jersey and wear the Pennsylvania jersey because they recognize just the stakes are so high. The contrast couldn't be clearer and that we each have a responsibility to defeat the kind of dangerous extremism that Doug Mastriano brings and defend our democracy and create real opportunity, opportunity for our school children, opportunity to bring safety to our communities, opportunity to grow our economy and reduce costs on Pennsylvania families. Folks recognize this is a moment where we have to come together. So while I'm obviously proud to have the support of the Democratic Party, incredibly proud to have Republicans and independents coming across party lines and supporting me, Uh, you know, from former George W. Bush Homeland Security Secretary to Republican County Commissioners here in Pennsylvania. Folks are coming together because they recognize we have to defeat this dangerous extremism of Doug Mastriano and come together in order to create opportunity and get meaningful things done here in Pennsylvania. And so that is Attorney General Josh Shapiro. I played, you know, I'm trying to be equal here because we played um, Mastriano's long ad. And so I wanted to let that play out so that you hear Shapiro's side of things. On a personal level, you will not hear me, you know, attack. In other words, um, either of these gentlemen, Mastriano or Shapiro, on, on a personal level. I've known Shapiro for years. I've covered him. I covered him for years in television at CBS when I was at Fox 29 
And so I've known him for a long time. And he is a good man, a father, a husband. And when he says he married his you know, high school and college sweetheart, that's the truth. And so there's no dirt they're going to dig up there. They have to stick with the issues and the issues um, that truly affect all of us. And I do think, and I told you this, it was a brilliant move for Shapiro to separate himself from Governor Tom Wolf when he said that he supports school choice. That was huge, although I don't know the details of that. I would like to know the details of that. Do we want to go to Al really quick? No, I can't. All right, if Al can hang on, uh, Al in Bucks County wanted to make a comment. We'll take a quick break. Be right back. Catholic pro-life activist Mark Howe pleading not guilty to those federal charges in court in Philadelphia at CJC. As I told you, he would. That happened yesterday. And this after the FBI arrested him at his Bucks County home last Friday in front of his wife and seven children. These federal charges following what happened nearly a year ago in connection to an alleged scuffle with an abortion escort outside that abortion clinic. It happened in October of 2021. And this is the kind of intimidation that is horrifying to me and certainly an, an abuse of power by DOJ, by Biden's DOJ. Houck is accused of violating this uh, federal Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances Act. His attorney speaking out about this, saying that this man is being intimidated. And of course, he pleaded not guilty and reminding everybody that Philadelphia police, as well as D.A. Krasner, had decided no charges would ever be filed in that situation. And it was already went through the state court process, was dismissed from the state courts. And yet here we are, this man um, being hauled in front of a federal court. Uh, A mention here about veteran journalist Katie Couric, that she uh, reported that she is now in a battle with breast cancer. So that's making national news as well. And I, I know Katie over the years Although she turned a little too political, uh, that was unfortunate. But Katie Couric certainly prayers with her as she battles breast cancer. And remember that she, her children lost their dad, Katie's first husband, to cancer when he was just in his early 40s. All right, Al in Bucks County. Al, uh, let's take Al. Hey, Al, you get the final word here as we were talking about Pennsylvania politics. Yes. Yes. And Can so- you hear me? Okay, great. Uh, no, I just wanted to say that, you know, many times, I'm an independent, but many times I've walked into the Republican Party here mm-hmm. in Bucks County, in Montgomery County, and I've discussed the candidates, mm-hmm. and they agree with me. See, Pennsylvania is really two states. This is Philadelphia and the suburbs, and we are different from someone like Mass Marino, who's from central, south central Pennsylvania, to, to, to different type of people. You have to get somebody who can take the suburbs. And Mass Marino is just too conservative. I would never vote for him. My friends who are Republicans are not voting for him because he's he's an oddball. He's just—he's not fit for southeastern Pennsylvania. Okay, Okay. we're we're different here. We really are different here. Okay, and uh, they have to—the party has to understand that. Look what happened when Wolf ran against that other guy from from. from uh, Western Pennsylvania. He lost, too, and I forget what it was, but he was going to go after Wolf with a golf club. I mean, he was a, he was a nut. Well, Al, I thank you for your call. You have the last word as Dom Giordano heads into the studio. I, I will simply say that I, I will never point a finger and say those people. And so with Doug Mastriano, I'll, and Dom, you've interviewed him multiple yes. times. His name was being mispronounced by our caller, but 
He's a combat veteran, fully vetted, certainly Colonel. At, at Colonel uh, high levels yes. of, of the Army. So I, I don't think the Army did they call him dangerous? Did they kick him out, Don? No, Giordano? they did okay. not. He was at the War College and all, a professor, PhD, all so, that stuff. Yes. Just to clarify. Yes, thank you uh, <laughs> very much. Steve Keeley will take us inside, Dawn, what happened in Roxborough. Yeah. And I have this sheriff out of Montgomery County I put on the map who does an ad for Fetterman being tough on crime. Oh, my goodness. Don't want to miss that one. It's going to be good. A don't, another don't miss edition of the Dom's Yordana Show. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 